NYT Antics. Hello, and welcome to our seventh episode of NYT Antics. It has been a little while. We had a nice summer break with teen camp and day camp and all sorts of fun stuff that um, we hopefully you got to experience with us. If you haven't listened to our previous two episodes, those were filmed at teen camp, and they were super, super interesting, Some with the uh, one with the kids and one with the directors. So that was really cool. Um, make sure you're staying up to date with all the things that we're doing in NYT. And if you are just listening now, maybe go back and listen to episodes one through six to get um, informed. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you listen to it often. Uh, you can just do that by pressing the subscribe button. And you can listen to us, um, iTunes, uh, I don't know what else, What Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that, lots, of lots of other places. I'm sure if you look it up, you'll find it. Um, today we are doing a very exciting episode with our directors of Mary Poppins. Say hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Here we have Amy Bowles, who is our director, and Katie Terrell, who is described as um, catch-all, the second opinion, whatever <laughs> y'all want to call her. <laughs> but she is necessary to this process, so she is here to talk about herself and the show. So if you are planning on auditioning for Mary Poppins, stay tuned, learn about your directors, and then at the very end, we will talk about um, all the technical stuff like show dates, audition dates, callbacks, rehearsals, all sorts of stuff. Um, but for now, we're going to talk to our two directors who are here. Hi, thank you so much for coming. Hey, thanks hey. for having us. Yeah, thanks mm -hmm. for I want you to tell me just a little bit about yourself, maybe your background, how you got into theater, um, maybe college, what you did for college, and you and your family. What's going on there? Sure. Okay. Um, well, uh, I'm Amy. Hi. And hi. And um, I have, well, for I have four kids. So uh, I've been married um, almost 18 years. Mm. We'll be 18 in December. Um, and I married my high school sweetheart, um, who's the best and my bestest friend. And um, I began doing music. Um, really early. Mm -hmm. So singing really, really early. My dad is a musician. Um, everyone in my family was very musical. And so we all sort of grew up doing that. Mm -hmm. And that was primarily my start. And so I did, I did music forever. I was in choir. Um, and I did, I, I did all the little plays and mm -hmm. stuff at my church. And then when I got into high school, I started only doing musicals um, because I was like a singer mm -hmm. and I didn't think I was an actress. I thought mm. I was just a singer. And so then um, the theater directors uh, encouraged me that I was wrong <laughs> 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 and that I should be in the show and, um, and do plays and stuff too. So I had a really formative uh theater director in high school who nice. had kind of sought me out um, my junior year and she was precious and she was like, I want you to come and audition for the one act UIL play. And I didn't go and audition because I was scared and I was like, no, I'm not an actress. I'm just oh a singer. And, um, and I had just done a musical where she had given me a, a principal part in her show. So I was... What musical was it? It was Anything Goes. Um, Were you Rena? I was not. I was Bonnie. And oh, so I, it was so fun. And I, I spoke and sang in a really obnoxious high Brooklyn nice. accent. So it was, yeah, it was great. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure I was really annoying, but <laughs> it, was, it was great. And so I had done that and she encouraged me to come back and I didn't do it. And then she came and found me in the hall and she said, if I tell you that I want you to audition for a part in my show, it means I want you to play a part in my show. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and I was like, okay. And she goes, I want you to audition for my production class for your senior year. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, and yeah, I, I did with that sort of assurance from her that I wasn't going to be like putting myself out there and not 
yeah do anything well with well with it so anyway I did and my senior year I was in everything and I loved it and mm-hmm. um, our like our our play went to state and I mean it was just so fun I had a great year and I grew as an actress and I grew as a performer um, and then I went to college and I went on a full uh, scholarship for voice nice. um, to LSU and I was minoring in theater and I did that for a hot second um, <laughs> before I like I really fell in love with Jesus in college I had mm-hmm. been a church girl for all my life but yeah I fell in love with the Lord in college and just he sort of rewrote my story and what I had always wanted to do he sort of shepherded me away from um, and I began to sort of go okay well, what am I going to do with the gifts that I've been given and I didn't really want to perform anymore. And I used to want to all the time. It's all I ever wanted to do from yeah. the time I was three. And then the Lord just changed my heart about it. And I began um, to pursue other ways to do that. And I started singing in bands. And I did worship. And I did that for Yay. a long time. <laughs> I still do that. And so my husband is a pastor. Um, and he leads worship at our church. And I do that with him some. And um, and I loved it. And then the Lord gave me four kids that really loved theater. Yay! And <laughs> sort of, um, and through NYT and our path, which was such a blessing. And just, just, I don't brought this back for Yay. us and kind of redeemed it in, in such a wonderful way that I kind of thought I was finished. And then I'm, I'm back Yay. doing it in a different way and in a way that um, gets to point children to Christ, mm-hmm. gets to point um, students to the Lord and help them hone their craft and, um, and take ownership of it in a way that brings God glory. So that is, it's a joy. That's what I do. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Katie? Hi, I'm Katie. Um, my story, I am sort of a jack of all trades, I guess. A little bit of a lot of things. Um, I started dancing at a really, really young age, like four. Um, Ballet, jazz, a little bit of tap, um, and kind of kept dancing all the way through high school. Um, And then, so I love, I love choreography. I love dance. Um, I'm a real stickler for clean, sharp, um, and I love, love group numbers. Those are like my favorite. Um, And then also uh, played piano. Been playing piano since I was five. and so kind of carried that all the way through, um, accompanied a girls' choir, accompanied my church, um, was in, and then in high school was in a, a girls' ensemble, so singing in um, a very small, about 12 of us, a girls' ensemble. So um, lots of music, lots of dance nice. has been kind of my, my background. And kind of, again, it's kind of the same thing with Amy. Um, kind of left that behind once you have kids and kind of started focusing on them. And then your kids get big enough and they start having their own interests. <laughs> and one of mine was like, mom, I really love singing. Um, and I really want to try musical theater. And so I knew Amy and she was like, she's got to try NYT. Um, and so we wound up there. Um, and then I also have a dancer. And so she was like, well, mom, if she's doing NYT, I guess, can I try too? Oh. Um, I was like, well, why not? I'm driving up there anyway. So <laughs> now all three of mine are going to be in Mary Poppins. And Yay. so it's kind of become a family affair. Um, and we really, really love it because of the focus on Christ and how they bring yeah. Christ into the arts. And um, that's really, really what I love. Yeah. Where did you go to college? Did you do college? I went to College of Biblical Studies here in Houston. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um, I want to know, because you guys obviously don't just do NYT directing as your job. That's not (laughs) how that works. Um, I want to know what you guys do outside of NYT and theater and stuff. Um, This is Katie. I (laughs) have three kids, which I homeschool. So that takes up the majority of my time, um, which I love. And then also I have a organizational business called Streamline Spaces. So I love organizing. I love organizing people and making their lives more efficient, um, taking what they have and making making it better, whether that's their 
pantry or their laundry room or their kids' room or their garage or whatever. So cool. that's kind of like my little side gig that I do, um, which I also love. So. When you said organizational business, I thought you were just using an extra word to describe business, like an organization. <laughs> I was like, mm, not necessary, but okay. <laughs> no, that's like actually what it is. It's called. Um, yeah. And then I also um, play piano for worship stuff. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. That's a little hobby. Yeah. Um, yeah, whenever I text Katie pictures of anything I organized, I always, am, I'm really proud because I'm, I'm always not, so proud, Amy. I know. Well, so because proud. Katie, Katie's a minimalist big time and I'm yeah. like, not, <laughs> um, and so I'm like, look, I put my stuff in bins, you know, and I'll text pictures and she's like, yay. <laughs> um, so yeah, in that way, we're not the same. No. I, um, <laughs> I'm like super type B. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I do a lot of things, um, which is ironic for a type B person, I suppose, but I have to be organized so I am. But I do, well, I homeschool also. I have four kids and I homeschool them. And I also am the director of our co-op, nice. which is Classical Conversations in Tomball. And I've been doing that um, for five years. And then I also, I'm a travel agent, so that I only do um, Dis Disney destinations. Mm -hmm. I, I work for a company called Dreaming About the Mass Travel, and I adore it. And oh, I've been doing cute. that for like two years, and that's so much fun. And then um, I'm a pastor's wife, which is it's got its own sort yeah. of jobs. So I sing on the worship team there and I support my husband and, um, and we lead a community group. And so, yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of things. And so I'm a cool. like professional chauffeur as I drive my children to all of oh, the yeah. things that and they do. <laughs> yeah. My parents are pushing me to get my license. They're like, oh. well, cause they were my personal chauffeurs for, you know, what, 16 years of my life. Right. And as I'm approaching age 17, they're like, Hey, so you want to do that thing? It'd be really cool if you had your license right now. And I'm like, sure. are you going to tell me you're not driving me or so they're really pushing me to get my license, but all these kids are too young to push to get a license. Oh, I already, if, how old is, if, if it was legal, my 12 year old would already have her license. And I would, <laughs> and I would let her drive my children because <laughs> really? that's how responsible Audrey is. Yeah. No, Wonderful. my, my oldest is 13. So we're nowhere close. She okay. is 13. We'll get there. We'll get Counting there. the days. I know. But yeah. we are now in the place where I can go to the grocery store by myself and leave all my people at home. Oh, yes. that's that was good. mighty freeing. Yeah. Yes. So that was, that's an, it's a cute. new day. How old is Hallie? Hallie? Hallie's five. Oh, she's so cute. She is something. She's extra. She's extra. Three more numbers until she gets that's to do a show. That's right. And she yep. tells me all the time. Oh, sweet. Um, tell me, each of you were supposed to come up with a story that described you um, or a story you wanted to tell people who don't know you very well, and I want to hear that story right now. Excellent. <laughs> well, um, okay. So uh, I have a fear that is, I know, completely illegitimate um, about, I, I, I'm terrified of grasshoppers. Um, and so I will go to great lengths to avoid the grasshoppers um, in my life, and particularly ugly people like to send me photographs of them <laughs> in text threads. Ugly personality yeah. or ugly face? Yeah. Well, like, well, maybe both. Maybe. <laughs> um, or children that belong to me. <laughs> it's fine. And so anyway, uh, I think probably like the most recent encounter I had with a grasshopper was at my home. And it was about, oh, maybe like six weeks ago. And it, I, w I had come in with groceries and I'd left the front door cracked like like an inch. Oh. And this beast of a grasshopper, oh. and I'm like, you can't see me right now, but I'm holding out my fingers and it's like three and a half inches long. And that <laughs> might be a slight exaggeration, but not a huge one. It was big. And then the span of its legs was like the diameter oh. of like six inches. That it was gross. standing sentry at my <laughs> front door and like guarding it so that I couldn't leave. And I just froze. I just oh. looked at it and I was like, oh God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then I was like, 
Kanan, that's my 11 year old. And he came downstairs <laughs> and he looked at me and he was like, what? And I was like, how much do you love me? And he was like, a lot, but why? And I said, I need you to do something. And so he comes out and I was like, do you see this grasshopper? And he was like, oh no, mom. You know, and he starts to start to give me a hard time. I'm like, I need you to 86 this from our presence. Like I need it to go outside and I don't care how it gets there yeah and I was like but be careful because th it's gonna move on you because they do they're really unpredictable <laughs> and this is my fear because they both well they fly and and they jump and they walk so you never know what they're gonna do they could like change their mind too they're like I'm jumping just kidding dive bomb into <laughs> your leg or something and that's yes. happened so I'm telling you plus if you've ever read um Little House on the Prairie there's like a whole thing where there's like a grasshopper infestation and I was explaining to this earlier to this group here but <laughs> they marched over the people's homes y'all I just feel really validated we this I'm just at all, saying so. it's scary <laughs> anyway so Kanan comes and he um he like traps it and gets it outside. He kills it. He threw a shoe at it actually. And then he got a cup and, you know, launched it out into the front yard. Right. So then I called my husband to tell him about this. You the know, ordeal. Yeah, it no. was an ordeal. <laughs> and so I was like, you will never believe what just happened. And he, you know, was laughing at me good naturedly as most people do. <laughs> um, and I was like, I will tell you how big this was. I will go and find it. And so I went. And you it did not. I absolutely <laughs> did. And I took a picture because it was in the grass and it took me no time at all. That's how big it was. <laughs> it's oh. summer. Your grass is tall. I mean, ish. And um, it, it had been like launched into the grass somewhere. I walked outside and found it like that because that's mm. how big it was. I wasn't exaggerating. It was huge. And I texted him a photograph and part of it was yellow. It was brightening. Gross. So there you go. The that's end. my random here. Please don't bring grasshoppers into my presence. Is yellow <laughs> frightening? Yeah. I mean, that's way worse than like a regular green one. The brown ones are the worst. What? Okay. Yeah, I had to dissect one in seventh grade. I think that's where this started. Oh, now we're getting deep. Now <laughs> we're getting into psychological, psychological into reasons. Psyche. Yeah, well, and my best friend Erica made me hold it because she was scared. So and so I was holding it while she had to pull out its mandibles. What kind of science oh teacher? Gosh, I don't even. Really whatever. gross. Um, it was. And it was much. like leaking formaldehyde Ew. all over my hands. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so I don't like them, and I'm not scared of snakes. Before you ask, no, cockroaches are fine. I, nothing, nothing frightens me. I'm actually not afraid of anything except for this. For grasshoppers. That's so. just such a strange thing to choose. I like, know. Of, like, I'm afraid of open ocean, but there's like a reason because like if you get stranded, like yeah, what no, are you doing? Yeah, that's fair. Exactly. Like I if you 100% get... I 100% agree, Jillian. It's yeah, so Kate scary. Is also afraid of that. I won't go on cruises because I'm terrified. It's well, but she's also afraid of killer whales. That she's was I about to orcas. say, since we're talking about killer whales, yeah. I mean, fears, and you want to get to know me. Okay. <laughs> My fear is... Killer whales, orcas, they're terrifying. Why? Because they're like the serial killers of the ocean. I they don't like think play that's oh, how oh, that oh, works. Oh, oh, oh. They play <laughs> with their food. They play with their food. They like sneak up on it on the icebergs and they look at the seals and then they go back under. They make waves in a group oh, just that's to so pop fun. off the seals and they don't eat them. They'll just bite them and they'll come back and play. They're, it's terrifying. I saw a special on it once. And literally, <laughs> it's terrifying. If you're and afraid, again, my husband sends me all these videos of things. Oh, because my husband makes me because it's like educational. Okay, okay. Yeah. So here educational I educational about your worst fear. Yes, it's all horrible. Right. So, do you have any other major fears? Oh, I'm terrified of a lot of things. Yeah, she's not. Yeah. No, no. I am. I don't. I don't. I don't like heights. All heights. All all heights. I love heights. I nope. I don't have a. Nope. I think I don't like heights sometimes. I think I go back and forth. Like mm -hmm. on roller coasters, I'm totally cool if it's super nope. high, but like oh, yeah. 
sitting mm-hmm. on like a cliff or like something like natural, like yeah. not man-made. I'm like, no, it's ah, that's so backwards to be like, oh, if it's man-made, I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works. It's, it's because you be don't trust fine. yourself. I have oh, this understanding maybe. because I'm like the human error is on me. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, fall yeah. off this cliff. But if uh, if the roller coaster jumps the track, that's it's really not my fault. fault. Yeah. yeah, that's that that actually makes me feel better. That makes a lot more sense. I know I'm certainly afraid of open ocean, like I said. I'm afraid, oh my goodness gracious, I am deathly afraid. Uh, you guys don't know what this is because we're not in the same generation. Um, Jimmy Neutron. I know what yeah. Jimmy Neutron is. The teacher oh. from Jimmy Neutron. Oh, I actually don't know yeah, that. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't think you'd know that specific. I mean, I know that everybody knows the TV show, the boy with the little, what, ice cream the, hair yeah, or he whatever. Has, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but the teacher from it, holy guacamole. I had, oh my gosh, probably like a. A solid two months of my life as a child were just nightmares about this stupid teacher. Oh it's so terrible. My friends come up to me in the hallways even now. Ever like I told one person, See, one what's individual wrong with people, <laughs> and they were like, "Hey, let's tell everybody Jillian knows." And so in the hallway, I have to be on the lookout for people like Google Images, just googling that stupid teacher. Me like, <laughs> like running the opposite direction of my class and m- being tardy because I cannot stand the idea of looking at that stupid teacher. That's room. hilarious. I'm totally googling it when I get home. It's I'm actually so too, but I won't show you. Scary. I was going to say I might bring one to, well, to, to rehearsal. Well, well and we're going to bring you orcas. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. I was like, I think I was literally. Oh no, I was like literally 16 years old, and I walked out, and my my siblings were watching like a Jimmy Neutron movie that was on Netflix, and I and I was sobbing. I sat there and I just, <laughs> I was like, stop, turn it off. And I like ran into my room and all my siblings are laughing. I'm like, it's not funny. And I, I think it's funny now. But like at the moment, I was like, this sucks more than anything in the whole world. Look who decided to show up. That I'm going to announce you right now. Better late than never. Rachel Holland is here to join us. Rachel. Our, what is this your third time? To be on the show? Yeah. Yes. Wow. I think Reoccurring guest. Or fourth or I don't know. You must be really important. We're getting really in depth about Mary Poppins. So far, we've talked about our greatest fears. <laughs> oh, nice. Mine this is, is grasshoppers, a- and I'm not going to retell the story. You'll have to listen now. Yeah. Um, you'll have to subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, hey. I don't want to talk about it. And then this is Katie's fear. Hers is Orcas. Mm-hmm. And mine is Jimmy Neutron. Well, so. the teacher. Teacher. From teacher Jimmy Neutron. Like and open water. She doesn't like oceans. Oh, yeah, open ocean. No mm. way. These are fears in general. Not well, these fears are like about Mary Poppins. No, no, oh, no. Let's talk about our fears of Mary Poppins. <laughs> like that's She's my point. Scary. <laughs> we have talked. Okay. We've Nothing. gotten in depth. Is yeah. what we're into doing. our soul. Good. Yeah, yeah good, feminist good. themes that scare me a little bit. No, I'm not scared of Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing there. Actually, I wait. Are we cutting that song? The shoulder to shoulder. It's not there. It's not. Is in it not in that? Not, mm, not so even sad. cut. So we don't gone. have to cut it. Because oh it's not, it's man, not present. <laughs> I know it's not one of the best songs in the show, but it's one of the best songs in the show. We are going to oh, uh, it's good. give a subtle nod to it. It's <laughs> bows. For whoever yes, plays yes. Winifred, she's going to come out with a sash that good. says yes. sister suffrages. Oh, yes. Speaking of, yay, major differences between the movie and the musical. That mm. song doesn't exist. Do mm. you know of others that are, difference between, that are different between the two adaptations because people have seen the movie people know yeah. the movie people i think are surprised when they watch the musical and they're like oh mm-hmm. there are major differences yeah. here Very. so do you want to go over yeah sure um there are quite a few actually so i think that the the author of the the musical was trying to be true more true to the book 
Okay. Um, and so he kind of brought in some elements um, from the book that are not in the Disney movie mm-hmm. that you all know and love, and we all know and love, but they were able to keep a lot of those elements that were um, so familiar and so iconic. Yes. So, you know, Step in Time is still there, Jolly Holiday, um, Fly a Kite. Super Califragilistic, yep, but it's a little still different. still there. It is a little different, but it's there. Super Califragilistic, Expialidocious. Wonderful. So there's a whole bunch of those, those familiar songs that are all still present with the addition of some new things. Um, and like zombie toys. That's my favorite. Ooh, so no, 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 y'all. It it's is going to be, be so, so fun. fun. <laughs> so there's a song. Confused. There's a song called "Playing the Game." Um, and after Jane and Michael are rather ugly to their toys, they've had this sort of fight and a blow up with their father, and they've come upstairs and are taking out their frustrations and disappointments on their on their doll um, or <laughs> whatever. And so Mary Poppins is like, "That's not nice. You should be nice to Valentine, the doll." And um, they're like, "She's a doll, and I don't have to." And then she makes them fall asleep with a snap of her fingers and then yeah. all the dolls come alive like Sid in oh, like, yes. like in Toy Story, in Toy Story. Yes. Yes. Well, Sid they, is a human well I know but like when they come out Sid's and they like toys. scare him right yeah. Sid's yes. to- Tid- well it's technically I guess Andy's toys and Sid's toys all men- yeah zombie toys which is how we're going to play this actually that's so really cool I'm very my, excited it, well if you listen to the music it's almost like creepy circus music mm. and so my vision for how this is going to work is all of the toys are going to come out and dance like creepy disjointed if we have like <sighs> anyone who can do like pop and lock mm-hmm. kind of stuff like we were trying to bring in modern disjointed movement into <sighs> this it's going to be really so fun good. so I'm so excited about that so yeah so yeah that's weird and then and then honestly one of the biggest differences occurs right after that where Mary Poppins leaves the ah. children, um, which doesn't happen in the movie. In the movie, she's there the whole time. She leaves at the very end. This is at the end of Act One, hmm. and the kids are not learning their lessons well. Um, Godspell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. My favorite. I was in that in college. Really? Um, yes. Loved, loved it. it. Um, so we, they are not learning their lessons well from her, and she goes and kind of talks to Bert, who you know, it says, hey, they're good kids, Mary. And she's like, I know. I wouldn't be bothering them with them if they weren't. Yeah. And... Then she leaves, and they wake up from their sleep and find a note from her, that, and she's gone. And so Act 2 opens up, and they're so, you know, without a nanny, and time has passed. Um, and they have, uh, of course, realized what she meant to them and how important she was to their lives. And so when she comes back, it's all the more um, wonderful for them, and oh, they and have in changed. Between in that, between there's a yes. terrifying nanny. I like her. <laughs> that is literally I like my her. favorite character. I love her. I love her. She's so fun. She sings Brimstone and Treacle. That's yeah. nice. <gasps> I love that character. I think she, I saw it when I was younger, um, oh my goodness, uh, in like a round stage in oh, Illinois. Yeah. And oh, Those are the best. Oh my gosh. Like she was terrifying I was sitting there like mm. I'm like looking at Liberty I was like are you okay but like on the inside I'm like oh, I'm super not, scared are you checking <laughs> on me I'm, I'm not okay you. exactly yeah. yeah are there any other differences differences whoa I like that Different, word though differences I feel like that should be a w- it should be a word mm, it probably if it's is not, it should be probably is I just don't know it yet anyway differences between that you can think of? Hmm. I think one of the biggest musical numbers in the show happens at the end, and it's called Anything Can Happen. Yeah. And that's not oh, in yeah, the musical. I mean, it's not in the movie musical. Um, so that's brand new, where they all travel to the heavens, and so they're all among the stars. Um, so cool. that's going to be, that's a really fun one. We're excited about the staging of that. Um, and that involves all of the cast. So that's going to be really fun. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anybody else? And there are a lot of great numbers in here that involve the entire cast. Yes. And that's something I'm really, really excited about. Because we've done some shows before where it's like the ensemble numbers are like two or three numbers. And that's really and it. And they're short, too. And short. But this, I mean, there are 
many, many opportunities for everyone to be on the stage. Yeah, that's super exciting. That was a real goal of mine. Whenever we started looking at this musical, I was like, I want the ensemble to be involved as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So even so, even though we've got them coming in and, and we're working, that's one of the reasons Katie's on board too is because what we're asking of our choreographers is a lot. Is a lot. I'm asking a lot because I want, I want people to move. We're not yeah. just going to stand there and sing. It's going to be so fun. And I want them to come on in groups and leave and have this happen. So there's always something going on mm-hmm. and everyone kind of gets a few a few bars on the light and then they're gone. And, and so I, I kind of have a vision of seeing how this works. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a lot to coordinate and it's going to be a lot to clean up. But I think it's going to be really special. Um, so that's going to be really fun. We're excited yeah, about, yes. about involving all of the people in these ensemble numbers. Yes, They're going yeah. to be fantastic. So that actually leads into my next question perfectly. Wow, y'all are doing this so well. Um, <laughs> what is something different about our Mary Poppins from other Mary Poppins? So like we're including a lot of the ensemble, which is really cool. I know that's in other shows, but I think that the concentration and the dedication to making sure that the ensemble mm-hmm. are feel important and part of the show as much as, you know, um, the leads and stuff. Because when you're in a show, I know growing up, you hear every show, there are no small parts, only small actors. But sometimes when you're in a show where you're only in two scenes, it's hard to feel like you're not a small actor. like it, it, it Or even a small part. It's hard to feel like you have a choice anyway. And so I feel like this is a really good show for people who want to start out or just want to ha- be in a show where it's going to be fun no matter what part they are. You know. So what are some differences about Armory Poppins that you are excited about? I'm excited about because one of the things that Amy told me right away is that she wants more dancing than the other ones that we've seen. Um, And so I'm super excited about that because I'm all about big, large number dancing and then just small dances here and there and involving more people in the dancing too. Um, Not just, um, you know, the really, really, really good dancers, which we have some really, really, really good dancers and we will use them. Um, But (laughs) just also, again, using the ensemble um, to and showcasing their abilities. Yeah, to be like in the bank because when they're doing precision and order, it's great to have those advanced dancers doing some of these really precise movements and things that I picture happening. But also we need people coming to the bank with their parents and we need yeah. people walking around in the city. And yeah. so we're going to just make sure that things are happening. And, um, and then, but like, for example, a great, I think a great example of this is like ordinarily when they do feed the birds, it's just the bird woman mm-hmm. and Mary Poppins and the two kids. Mm-hmm. But that's not how... Uh, I see that number mm-hmm. at all. And so at one I want I want like when she sings like all around the cathedral. And we're using projections for sets, which is gonna be so wonderful. So I'm very excited about some of those. So we're going to have the projection of this, you know, London um, cathedral in the background with the saints and oh, apostles and cool. stuff. So it's gonna be really neat when that's happening in the center of the stage. And I want shadowy dancers to come out when she sings the all around the cathedral, the yeah, saints yeah, and yeah. apostles, to come out and kind of dance around while they're singing it, you know, and, and then oh, melt cool. back into the shadows after they bow to the person who's feeding the birds in that moment. Oh, very because, cool. Like, so they're going to kind of bow and then melt away. And so just things like that, while people are also just meandering around and then doing like, it's a three, four song, so it's, an, it's a waltz, well, you know. Yeah. So we'll have, you know, couples walking and then just doing a, just a little waltz step and then leaving and then mm-hmm. another couple. In. So just the way that we see this happening, not to take away from, but to support the action that's happening, um, so and then cool. also still convey, hey, look, this is a busy street. This is yeah. what's happening right now. This yeah. woman is trying to get passers-by to feed the birds. Like yeah. So anyway, just cool. things like that. We're just yeah. trying to figure out how best to, I don't know, every scene is going to be magic. I'm so it excited. Is. So it excited. Is. One of the things that I love about um, the Tomball Performing Arts Center is how easy it is to get the cast 
into and out of the audience yeah, so yeah. that they really, the audience can participate with the cast and see someone right there by their aisle. And that's definitely something that yeah. will be utilized a lot in mm -hmm. this show. And that's, that's really exciting. Yeah, we cool. have big plans to have lots of interaction. That's so cool. I love audience interaction. I know when I saw Imagination Sweeney Todd, <laughs> holy cow, um, it was, it was a really really cool artistic choice to have them all coming down in the audience. And I was scared out of my mind. I almost peed my <laughs> pants. The only thing that kept me from peeing my pants was remembering that this is my auditorium and this is my high school. And if I pee on these seats, Miss Lamonti <laughs> will murder me. <laughs> um, but I thought, but it really does add to like the feeling and the, and it's a little bit like, ooh, jarring as an audience member. Like, oh, they're right here. Like, they're not just like scary. So like, it brings that emotion, whether it be like, obviously, fright in Sweeney Todd but like even just the magic and the joy is very contagious when they're right next to you which I think is really cool yeah, totally. um and then e all three of you I want you to tell me the number one thing you are most excited about for this show mm. you can take time to think we can edit out pauses <laughs> oh that's true um I think one of the things that I am most excited about is being able to talk about the biblical themes that are in the show with the students. There is so much in this show, and it's so fun to see. I, I know I, I can't name who says it, but someone famous, mm -hmm. more famous than me, says all truth is God's truth. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that. And truth and beauty in the best stories um, point us back to the Lord. And so I love that in this story there's, there's a lot of redemption. Um, mm -hmm. There's Mary Poppins is such a great Christ figure in that she comes down into the mess of the Banks' life, and she gets her hands dirty. And she... Yeah. She, the, the Bible says that God's kindness leads us to repentance. Mm -hmm. And there's like this great scene where the kids mess up the kitchen and they're, they deserve punishment because they didn't obey and they totally messed yeah. up. And then Mary Poppins comes in and she's all stern and like, it's going to happen. She's like, yeah, I'm pulling out that medicine. And then when she gives the medicine to the kids, it tastes like strawberry ice Aww. and lime cordial. And they deserve punishment. They deserve those things. Just, yes, they <laughs> deserve brimstone and treacle. Just like we deserve death, you know, yeah. because of our sin. And, and, and we don't get that. We get grace. Mm -hmm. And she comes in and she gives grace to these kids. So cool. And then at the same time later, she leaves. Like, she leaves and gives them over to their sins. And there are times in our lives when um, the Lord does that for us, too. If we're not repentant, you know, if things aren't happening, then sometimes he removes himself from us until we learn that lesson. And then we realize he was there all along, holding us and being gracious to us. So I love that. There's so many opportunities to share the gospel in this story. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Yay. Do you have one, Katie? Well, I would probably say, yeah, like all the big dancing numbers. I mean, yeah. that's that's my thing. That's what I love. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm really excited to see all of those big dancing numbers come together. Um, so that's, that's probably Even, my Even can you thing. talk a little bit about how Jacob Major's coming in, maybe? Rachel could probably do a better job of that, but yes, um, <laughs> Jacob Majors is coming in to uh, do uh, Step in Time and Jolly Holiday. Yay. And so we have majorly high expectations. We oh. do. Yes. <laughs> but, um, bom, bom. <laughs> Funny. Dad <laughs> joke. So I am super, super excited. Um, I have never worked with him, but I hear wonderful things about him. Oh, he's amazing. Him, I've worked so. with him for two teen camps in a row, and he is a stellar choreographer. Yay. I love, I, I can still do all the moves to Room Where It Happens because the like choreography that he teaches makes so much sense with what he does. And it's so fun. It's so enjoyable. I remember the first time that we performed Room Where It Happens for like the rest of the camp, obviously, um, all the middle schoolers were just like, whoa. 
They, it was so <laughs> cool. And so that I have a really positive feeling about Jacob yeah. Major coming in and doing all yeah. these cool, like, interesting dance numbers. Well, that's that's one of the things that I hear over and over is that he teaches very well. He's yeah. not just a good choreographer, mm-hmm. but the way that he teaches the choreography is easy to yeah. learn. Yeah. Do you have a favorite, do you have a most exciting thing, Miss Holland? It's going to be the same for every show. Yeah. So if you have me on again for another show, it's going to be the same thing. Watching the process from them mm. coming in and knowing nothing, although for this show, we actually are asking that you know something, and that is <laughs> how to spell. C-A-L-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-N-I-
nice little assessment. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you want any more information on Mary Poppins auditions, rehearsals, anything, you can always um, DM us on Instagram or go to the website where all the information is. Look at our Facebook page. Tons of resources. I want to thank Amy, Katie, and Rachel once again for coming and being on the podcast. And I will see you guys next time. Adios. Mighty antics.